Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing great. Doug Gottlieb Show, broadcast live every day from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hope you're doing well. Um, You know, look, I, there's some interesting college basketball topics. I do want to get to this baseball topic where you had a game, I don't even want to say decided, but because of the pitch count, it was changed. Um, did I mention that uh, Damian Lillard had 71 points? 71 freaking points? Wow. Crazy. And we have the NFL Draft Combine, which there's a lot of discussion about it. Let's get to LeBron and the New Look Lakers as they take down the Mavericks. They're down 27. They come back and win the game. Here's LeBron in the game. 
Well, I think the game um, will dictate what we need to do tonight offensively from the, from the exterior. We, we wasn't not shooting the ball extremely well, so we have the ability to now look at ways we can be good. Okay, if we can't shoot it well, you know, we need to still get the ball popping, but we need to drive those closeouts. We need to, you know, get the ball in the paint. You know, we need to get offensive rebounds when we're not shooting well. So, you know, to be able to have that ability to be able to say, okay, if we're not shooting well, we can still be in the game. We can still be productive. Uh, that's a key for our ball club. Uh, he's right. I mean, like, look, they won a game in which they were 6 of 34 from three-point range, and the other team was 20 of 49 from three-point range. That's just sheer craziness. And there was a little bit of a Mavericks meltdown, right? Where you have this gigantic lead and you're you're running your mouth, you're talking trash, and then all of a sudden the Lakers come back and beat you in your building. Which I mean, I, I think we can all agree, like some of the some of the other guys, like do you know anyone else who starts for the Mavericks other than Kyrie Irving and Luke, Luka Doncic? Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, I also think that this is part of the, the Kyrie show last was last night was the bad part of the Kyrie show. The Laker thing, they're two games into this. Do I think they're going to win a championship? I don't. Do I think they're going to be interesting? I do. The most interesting part of the whole Lakers dynamic is that really it was a, their idea was addition by subtraction, right? D'Angelo Russell is part of the deal, but as we discussed, I think on this show on no, it was on Colin's show on on Friday. Like if you go back to when he was with the Lakers the first time, to when he was with the Nets, to when he's with the the Wolves, like the the Wolves are in the playoffs. Why would you trade your starting point guard if who's going to be a free agent at the end of the year? Like why? Pretty simple. Because they feel like you can win more without him, even if you're not replacing him with a guy who talent-wise is as talented as he is. The Wolves are trying to do what the Lakers are doing, which is addition by subtraction. And so far, so good for the Lakers. Do I think they're definably better? Like, no. No. I think they are they have, on paper, a little bit better shooting. It gives them a little bit more depth. But the reality is they wanted Russell Westbrook out of that building that he was a negative energy guy and there are there are some math problems that don't work in sports most notably um the transitive property you guys are familiar with the transitive property right like there's different ways to write it if a equals b and b equals c then a must equal c in other words transitive property is you know, if the Lakers beat the Mavericks and the Mavericks beat the Bucks, well, then the Lakers must be better than the Bucks. That doesn't work. That math doesn't work in sports. Right? No matter how much you like to do, common opponents doesn't really work. Additionally, additionally, uh, addition by addition, addition doesn't work. You know, well, we added a guy who averaged twenty a game. So we're going to add 20 points a game to what we're doing. Like, no, somebody else's minutes have to change. Addition by subtraction, which defies all laws of mathematics, is a real thing in sports. Sometimes you're just better off getting rid of one guy because for whatever reason, and I don't even put all the blame on Russ. He's just a negative energy dude. I know. 
Negative energy dude. Um, nobody likes a negative energy dude, right? I mean, Ramos is that guy for us. <laughs> you laughing at you were just you were just dog cussing Jason Stewart before the show. Well, about his his ineptitude. Don't let the cat out of the bag, Doug. It's really, really amazing. I I coached an AAU game last night, and we had a crazy ending. And then I flipped on my phone, and I saw Damian Lillard had 71 points and made 13 of 22 threes. And you get people going like, well, he did it against the Rockets, and the Rockets didn't start. Like, I don't care who you – 71 – 13 of 22 threes in an NBA game? That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Truly un- unbelievable. Truly, truly, truly unbelievable. 71 points? Yikes. Wow. Um, so, like, look, the, the Lakers change. It's not a bad one. It's a good one. And I'm, I'm not one. It's like LeBron, well, I wasn't hit my jump shot. LeBron was the only only starter that had a zero in terms of plus minus. He's clearly not the defensive player he was previously. But he do, he is a very good leader when things are going well. When things aren't, he has tendency to shut down on dudes at times. But he's still making plays, still making chase down blocks, still doing freaky athletic things for a guy, for anybody, let alone a guy his age. And then, you know, I mean, we all know Anthony Davis has otherworldly talent. It's just a question of does he want it on a given night and is he healthy? So if you're the if you're the NBA and the NBA has rightfully taken a beating on on the load management stuff and the player empowerment stuff and look, it can be a tough watch when you're watching games and stars are not even dressing for big made for TV games. And it's just, but come playoff time, if, and that's a big, if everybody's healthy, it's like every one of these teams has two really, really talented players, star caliber players, some superstars, some star caliber players. I'm kind of in on it. Kind of in on what's going on. All right. Let's a bunch of stuff to get to here. Still overpaying for a razor in this economy? Gross. With Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you. Men's razor aisle, that's it. That's the ad. That's the ad. Uh, We'll get to the combine in a second. Let me give you this uh, um, before we get to some combine talk. I think today is a day in which we should celebrate. Jake Paul got beat in a boxing match. I think that's amazing. I think that's awesome. Uh, not the 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 whole Jake Paul fighting some rummy, right? Like who's he fought? Jay Stu? Did, did it start with Nate Robinson? Is that who he fought first? Like who is he actually? So he he fought Tommy Fury, which is the brother of the heavyweight champion of the world, and he got beat. Like I think that is beautiful because it's it wasn't WWE. But it was somewhere in between WWE and a real sporting event. And like, I, I would get people like, you know, why don't you talk about it? What, what do I talk about? Everyone I know who says, who knows boxing is like, the guy's not a boxer. And oh yeah, by the way, his body has, has changed in a very short period of time. 
A lot of suspicions there. I think we should celebrate. Like today should be a day where it's February 27th. So that means we have, do we have one or two more days of February? Is this a leap year? No, it's uh, today and tomorrow. Yeah, I think February 27th should forever be known as the day, or maybe the 26th is the day that Jake Paul got beat, so we never have to, like, we don't have to see that ever again. Do, do any of you guys know anyone who actually paid money to see any of these fights? I do not. But a lot of people talked about it. How is it possible? I don't know. Any, somebody had to buy it. You're right. And they're actually, I heard him say that in his clause, there because he lost, he... He optioned to have a, th- a second fight. Like he has the right to a rematch, which is probably going to happen now. So there, there's, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the combine coming up. You know, they drug test at the combine and they drug test for weed. And people are like, "Why are you drug testing for weed?" This is what they say in the NFL. It's a real thing. It is not a drug test. It's an IQ test. If you're dumb enough to smoke weed. Right before the combine, which is where they're going to drug test you, and you know it, and it sets it can set you up for the rest of your life, then you're just too stupid for words, right? I would say the exact same thing. Like, just we can we can pick out people who are either just dumb, have a crazy amount of money, but are generally idiots. If you buy the second. Jake Paul, Tommy Fury fight. I had my suspicions about you if you bought the first one. There are no more suspicions if you buy the second one. Dan Byer, is that fair? I think that's fair. There's no sure, suspicions. I'm done with that. You're a, you're, a, you're a dummy. You're a dummy, and you have to recuse yourself from any sort of intelligent, intellectual conversation. Right? You start going any sort of breakdown on finance or world affairs or anything. All of your friends can go like, wait, didn't you buy the second Tommy Fury, Jake Paul fight? Yes. Sorry, dude. You can't be part of this conversation anymore. <laughs> it popped up on my TikTok live stream and I couldn't, I couldn't get off of it quick enough. <laughs> the, the problem with that is the algorithm, the second you start, you start messing with it. Now, all of a sudden it's going to be in your, in your stream all the time. Are you obligated to, to watch this, Doug? Like, is it, do you consider it part of like, people are like, you know, no. it's my, part of my job. No, I, I had people like, have you ever watched one of these Jake Paul fights? It's entertaining. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> have you? Yeah, well, you watch one. I was at a friend's house. No, no one ever wants to claim they bought it on their own. <laughs> Yet the guy's getting rich beyond all, you know, all doubt. Like, just crazy rich. But no one's ever bought it. <laughs> it reminds me of a joke, um, like 20 years ago, when you would... Uh, it used to be when you met a woman at a bar, um, or when, when you met a woman at a bar, you said you met her at church. And then at some point, when you met a woman at, online, you say you met her at a bar. Because <laughs> meeting a woman online was a bad thing? Right. Okay. So you can't like admit to, to watching a Jake Paul uh, fight that you purchased. But right. if you know you happen to be at a buddy's house and it happened yes. to be on. Yes. I, I didn't buy it myself. I mean, I was, I was on, and like... I actually asked them to change the channel, but uh, you know, like the Laker game was on, and I was like, I watched enough of the they 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 hate the Lakers, so they couldn't watch it. Like, no, dude, you bought the fight. That, but that's a that's a good IQ test. Two very easy things: if you know you're going to be drug tested and you still do drugs, you're an idiot. And 
If you buy the second Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, you buy the first one, you're like, okay, you know, I want to see him. He might get beat. The guy's an actual boxer, family of boxers. Okay. You buy the second one, like you have to recuse yourself from any sort of intelligent conversation. You want to talk about the Kardashians, like that kind of low-hanging fruit? You can't. I'm talking any sort of conversation that, that demands intellect, you can no longer be a part of. That's a rule. Put that one down. It's also, it should be a commandment. Like maybe on Moses, maybe the, you know, there supposedly there's part of the tablets that were missing. You know, the 11th commandment is it's okay to eat chicken with your fingers. The 12th one is if you buy the Tommy Fury, uh, Jake Paul fight part two, you're an idiot. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. This is it. We've got an Amex platinum pro on our hands. Ladies and gentlemen, We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see the Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Now Dame's got it. 145 to play. Bump, drives, runs it up. Yes! 70! 71 for Damian Lillard. Oh, man, I got 
goosebumps. I got chills. I'm seeing history. Dame is the eighth player in NBA history to score 70 or more. Blazers win this one 131 to 114. Dame Dollar getting it done every possible way. 71 points. That is an obscene number of points. It's our progressive play of the day. Progressive makes things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home, your car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. That call on KPOJ, Blazers Radio Network. So uh, before we get to some NBA stuff with Rick Buecher, he'll join us in mere moments. Okay, Uh, There was another controversy, if you will, over Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller is the top-rated college prospect in the country. He's a freshman in Alabama, the number one team in the country. And they held off Arkansas, who's pretty talented as well, um, and getting healthier and going to be dangerous in the tournament. They held him off at home in Tuscaloosa. But because social media showed the intros, Brandon Miller and all of the Alabama basketball program is seen as insensitive. Because when he gets introduced, one of the walk-ons, and they've done this every game this year, does a pat-down before, like, he goes through the high-fives, whatever. He gets pat, he goes through the smoke, he gets patted down, and then he goes off with to, to join the team. So, I guess I'm supposed to be offended by it. Um, it's because of the, because of the perception that it's like a police pat down. And we just last week learned that he had the gun in his car that Darius miles gave to a, another guy who shot up a car and ended up killing a young woman that he should have known there was something nefarious at work. I, I don't know, but he's hasn't not only not been charged. He's a witness, not even a suspect in this. And there's video evidence to support the fact that he didn't actually hand the gun over. It was left in his car. Uh, he was all, he was at home and his now former teammate, Darius Miles, texted him to bring the gun over. So he brings it over. They go in the car. They get the gun. He doesn't touch it. And then he's, I think, sitting in his car when the shooting later erupts. So the pat down thing is it's a, it's actually like an MMA deal, right? If you've ever been to a UFC fight before they or watch UFC fight before they go into the octagon, they get checked for any sort of foreign objects. But no one actually cares about those details anymore. They just want a pound of flesh. And so, you know, they deem it to be crazy insensitive. Nate Oates, the head coach of Alabama, for his part, said like, I, you know, we won't do it again. I don't think these things are end of the world. I don't think coaches know about introduction celebrations. They don't. None of my coaches had any idea about anything I did when I got introduced. Now, should the players themselves know better? I guess. Now they do. What's crazy is, you know, all this came out the start of last week. He had 41 on Wednesday night at South Carolina. The introductions were exactly the same. No one said a word. No one said a word, but you know, I just like it's college kids. It's not crazy. It's not the worst ever. 
Let's get to Dan Byer before we get to Rick Buecher. Dan, what do you got? Doug, uh, we'll start out in the NBA where D and Jimmy Haslam, the Browns co-owners, have completed their purchase of a minority share of the Milwaukee Bucks. Team valued at $3.5 billion. It's believed the Haslams are acquiring 25% of the team, so their price tag would be $875 million. New Hawks head coach Quinn Snyder expected to make his debut as the coach tomorrow against the Wizards. The Washington Commanders have released quarterback Carson Wentz, saving the team $26 million in cap space for the upcoming season. ESPN reports that the Chicago Bears have received calls about the first overall pick in the draft, and right now they're leaning towards moving that selection. Cowboys COO Stephen Jones told ESPN the team has come up with a plan to extend quarterback Dak Prescott. The Maple Leafs acquired defenseman Jake McCabe and forward Sam Lafferty in a trade with the Chicago Blackhawks. The NHL trade deadline comes up on Friday afternoon. Doug, back to you. All right, let's welcome him in. He's the one and only Rick Bucher. Been covering the NBA for a long time. You can see him on FS1. You can read his work at foxsports.com. Bucher, we got a couple games in our back pocket with the Lakers. Two wins and a huge comeback win against the Mavericks last night. Uh, What's your take on the new look Lakers? Uh, much improved. If uh, I think if they started with this this crew at the beginning of the year, uh, we would have probably uh, penned them in as a uh, as a playoff team. The only question is is that they're coming back from so far behind, and the durability of LeBron and AD still stands very much in question. I, I, I think that the win over the Mavs in particular offers a lot of benefit to this team being newly formed now they're going to come in in with the mindset there's no lead too big there's no reason for us to ever quit on a game uh that said this was a very important game and they fell down fell behind by 27 so i'm I'm not looking at them necessarily as a juggernaut but the other part of it is what was the cost my question has always been uh yeah if you told me that i was going to get LeBron and AD for the duration, uh, then I'd put this team in the playoffs and I'd give them a, a decent shot at winning a round. But we're one game in, one game in, and we already have LeBron James hobbling out of the arena. That doesn't bode well for for them even making the play-in game, uh, play-in tournament, to be honest. I, I expect that they will because I don't know the severity of LeBron's injury, but they are, uh, let's face it, they look so much better, but they remain very fragile. Well, I, I, I agree with you on, on both of those accounts. Both of those accounts. Um, okay, let's, let's get to this. Jason Kidd said the Mavs need to grow up. Who is that director yep. at? I would say, honestly, across the board. It's hard for me to pick out without knowing specifically. I don't want to – I mean, I think Luca, certainly. Uh, I think Kyrie, certainly. I I don't think this is the supporting cast. Um, The supporting cast goes as the the leaders go. And both of those guys got way too much and have been, uh, particularly Luca – too wrapped up in the emotional back and forth. And, uh, and, and so as a result, you get Josh Green getting into it with uh, Austin Reeves. 
you know, talking some smack because you got to stop. Like, this is bigger than that. This is that's that's you don't you, you know I don't care who you do that to because Austin Reeves responded as you would expect. And these games are too important. There's no reason to put extra fuel in your opponent's uh, tank by doing stuff like that. I I just can't get around. Like I, I think Luca has to has to uh, certainly has to put aside all of the back and forth with the referees and always feeling like you can be offended. You can take it, have a chip on your shoulder. You can be offended, but not every play, every time, and just demonstrate your superiority by the way you play. Not all of the the histrionics and uh but i i I say all that with the the kyrie irving experience was just i mean the second half it was just a classic no sense of time and score we're hey we're just gonna roll our way to this to this win taking shots that that made no sense defensively losing all of his energy what 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 energy that was there in the first half when things are going, going well. And you're supposed to be the guy that when they double Luca hard, you're the guy who's going to attack and be aggressive. And he was swinging the ball. I'm like, that's not why you're here. And I don't care if you're two for 10, you're supposed to be the guy that when they try to take Luca out, you step in. And he certainly did not do that in this game. And I, that long face, you saw that Mark Cuban was wearing. I can't help but think it was watching Kyrie in that second half going, oh, God, <laughs> what have I done? Hey, listen, listen, I mean, we all, and, and there's going to be days like that for anybody. The, the question yeah. becomes two or four years, right? I, I could see them, him being on his best behavior and, and them trying to figure out, all right, do we extend him for two years? But extending him for four years, you're, you're just, oh. it, it would be the most yeah. idiotic thing ever. No, you can't. And and again, this is this is him looking at free agency. I mean, with with any player, like when you're facing free agency, Brooke Lopez comes in the season. He's ripped. He's he's had one of his best years in years. He's going to be a free agent. It's last chance to get a big deal. Uh, Kyrie Irving's kind of in that same boat potentially. And is so this is the best you're going to get from him. And that's just where I was just talking about on the court, the off the court. The difficulty is, is that when you start to uh, experiences, when you start to make demands of Kyrie and how he carries himself on the court, it becomes an issue off the court. Now he finds reasons that he's not going to play or he's got issues with management or he's got issues with coaching. And so I, I don't think that there's uh there's going to be any problem between him and Luca, other than if they're disappointed in where they end up. But uh, Kyrie's just, he's a handful. And this is, this is the thing with, with all professional athletes. Like talent wins out when it produces wins. But if you are highly talented and you are high maintenance, they will put up with the maintenance as long as you are producing wins. The second it's not producing bottom line results, then all of that high maintenance becomes more than a lot of teams want to pay for. Well, I don't think there's any question about it. Rick Buecher joining us. Um, uh, Trey Young has high-level talent, high-level skill. Mm. But with 
uh, a change at general manager, and now mm-hmm. you got Quinn Snyder's head coach. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, again, Quinn, part of this tie to Landry Fields is tie, go back to the Spurs days when he was with the Austin Treros, right? So that's kind yep. of Spurs mentality. Yep. Is Trey Young a, a Hawk next year? Well, they've changed everything out in order to keep Trey happy. So I would be surprised if they didn't give it a run. I would say yes, yes, he will be a Hawk next year. At some point, do they realize the problem isn't everybody else, it's Trey? And I'm not saying that's the problem, although there have been some pretty strong indications that that could be it. But I don't get a sense from, from Hawks ownership or management that that's where they're going. Um, he's tight with Tony Ressler, the son of the owner, who is tight with Lender Fields, sort of his choice. They were the ones who decided to, to move on Travis Schlenk. And part of that was because Travis thought that moving uh, Trey was a necessary thing. And Nate McMillan out because – he had certain expectations of how Trey was going to play. So I, I would say yes, because they've pretty much put all of the, their, their eggs in the Trey Young basket at this, at this point. It, I, I think it would be a, a reversal or a come-to-Jesus realization that, you know, we backed we back the, right, the wrong horse. But as of right now, they're, they're buying that it's a matter of putting the right pieces around Trey Young and that includes the coaches and management. Okay, uh, Damian Lillard has seventy-one. He takes twenty-two <laughs> threes. He makes yeah. thirteen. Like, yeah, I, I I know he's come up short against Steph in the playoffs, and he's forever yeah. going to be in Steph's shadow. He actually didn't play particularly well with Team USA in in the Olympics, but yeah. what he's done, what he's doing is. Remarkable, remarkable, and again, we're in this era where, hey, if you, no matter what you're doing, if you can't get to the NBA play uh, playoffs or finals, like it's not yeah. good enough. What are your thoughts on the the entirety of the Damian Lillard story? Uh, I love what he's done. I love that he stuck to it. I love that he said, "I am going to stay in Portland, and uh, I'm going to try to win a championship here." And if I don't, that's not going to define who I am. And it's a, look, it's, and it's not just loyalty or, or you know, it's, it's, it's not the Hoosiers kind of this is where I started and all that. I mean, it makes a lot of business sense for him. I don't know that if he was anyplace else that he would be heralded the way that he is or that there would be another place that would, without question since he's been there, built the team around him year after year that, that, that there's, it's not negotiable that they do anything else. They've never, ever considered trading Damian Lillard and they've, they've been consistently good, but as you've noted, haven't been able to get over the hump and their approach has been, well, we got to find a way to get enough pieces around Damian to get over the hump. We're not going to change up on Damian and he's rewarded them. He's been, I, I don't know that you could, you could have a better face of the franchise other than Steph Curry, uh, in the way that he's conducted himself, the way he's handled himself in the community, the way he's attached himself to the community, all of that. And so, um, 
I'm I'm not completely objective because Damian is my son's favorite player, and we have a lot of conversations. And he was just we were having this conversation uh, today, this morning. He was texting me about like Dame Dame when he wants to be can be the best scorer in the league. League, and I was like, slow down. He doesn't have a mid range. Like, but um, and then we we came to agree that inch for inch, pound for pound. He, uh, he he could make a claim as being the best scorer in the league. And I, I also have to say, he's perfectly suited for the way the game is played now because he's his, he can shoot the three, he can shoot the three from deep, he can shoot it off the dribble or on the catch, um, and he can finish at the rim uh, in an amazing way for someone his size. And those two things, the way the game is being officiated now, if you want to be a scorer, <laughs> and you don't have KD's game, man. Those are the two things you want. If you got if you got three choices between three point range, three point range, mid range, and finishing at the rim, and you can have two of them, um, finishing at the rim and shooting the three are the are the first two that you want to pick without question. Rick Buecher, check him out at Fox Sports One, and of course read his work at FoxSports.com. Buke uh, hoops is very much on the tip of everybody's tongue. Love having you on on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Look forward to spending some time with you, Doug. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com to see their general tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality 
podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Boom up, America. Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Mm-mm-mm. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast every day from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, baseball is boring. There, I said it. Okay. And me saying it isn't anything earth shattering, but baseball is inherently boring. Last night I had. Uh, so on, on weekends, I'm either calling games or coaching games and oftentimes doing both. This weekend, didn't have games. Next weekend, I got Duke Carolina. Um, so it's fun to to be a part of like kind of my son's journey. And we had, how many games did I coach yesterday? Five games yesterday? It was craziness. So in between games, the facility that we went to is maybe a half mile from a subway and a Starbucks. And so we just, it, it's not that we want to be bougie to get a star to go to Starbucks. It was more actually Starbucks, just a little pro tip, the best ice water in the business, right? Cause they have that purified ice water. You just go and it's free. I just, if you order something, somebody gets a coffee and then can we get some ice water? So we go and get ice waters, get sandwiches, whatever. And I have all my kids are they're just interesting, you know, and uh, one kid, Evan, his dad was a professional basketball player overseas. He was telling us about where he lived and he's also a really talented football player. So my son, my son is Hayes. They're both 13 and both in seventh. And they uh, Hayes asked Evan, like, hey, um, why don't you play football anymore? It's like and Evan was one of the top-rated 13-year-olds in the entire country. He's a defensive end linebacker. And the kid's going to be, he's going to be an awesome athlete. He's just kind of in that growth stage, you know. You guys remember when you grew and you're like 13, just all arms and legs everywhere? So Evan's like, I just didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't like, like football culture is different. Like, I just didn't, I didn't love it. He's like, you know, I might play in high school. I don't know, but right now, like, I just, and my son, hey, said like, uh, um, same way with baseball. He's left-handed, stud pitcher, really good. At first base, could catch anything, just little. So, but as a left-handed pitcher who has total command and control, you know, can locate, can change speeds, can move a ball, can do all those things. And he's like, well, why don't you love baseball? He's like, it's just boring. So baseball is boring, but you can't say baseball is boring, Right. Like there's just things that we know to be true in life that you can't say. I mean, the number one is if your spouse doesn't work, but takes care of the kids, male or female, you can't say I earn the money. Like you just, well, I work. I like, you can't do, those are things you can't do. 
So baseball is trying, I believe, I believe to make its sport more watchable because there's a lot of great things in baseball. There are great young, talented players, better maybe than ever. And part of baseball is there's a bunch of different baseball issues. One is the use of analytics, which tells us that strikeouts really aren't, don't kill you, right? You want walk, home run, and, and if you're going for a walk or going for a home run, you know, you're changing the launch angle some, whatever, inherently, you're going to strike out more. So baseball is boring because even in-game, people's approach isn't, they're not, you know, choking up and hitting one to right field with two strikes. Like, those days are over. Additionally, they're trying to make it move faster, and they got this pitch clock. Have you guys watched any spring training games where the pitch clock is just off to the side? Like, instead of looking for Marlins man behind it, you can look for the pitch clock behind the hitter. Pitchers have 15 seconds to complete a delivery with the bases empty, 20 seconds with runners on bases. In addition, the batters will be limited to one timeout per plate appearance. There will also be a 30-second timer in between hitters, right? Hitters must be ready in the batter's box with eight seconds remaining. And there's a, there's a, a game that was decided in spring training. Bases, I believe, were loaded. Full count. And the hitter didn't step in the box soon enough. So strike three was automatically called and the game was ended. Now, spring training games end in a tie. But had they been down a run, the game would have ended and they would have lost the game because of it. And Jason Stewart asked me a great question. He's like, wait a second. What do you think is what do you think ends up happening because of this rule? And I was like, you know, I think in the short term, I, I really believe this, in the short term, it just speeds up the game, and that's what's happened in um in spring training. But I do think in the long term, probably benefits the hitters most. I mean, we'll be able to th- there'll be a good enough sample size very soon. You know, once we get through one season with all those games, you know, 162 games with 30 teams, 30 teams playing 162, we got a big sample size for what happens and guys who rush it. But I would guess that because remember, they still have the rule where when you come, you can't when you come in to replace a, a, a pitcher, you still have to face three batters. So trying to get the right lefty lefty matchup, trying to get the right righty righty matchup, trying to get matchup baseball in terms of your bullpen it's harder than ever so now you have matchups that aren't nearly as beneficial towards the pitcher and you don't have 30 seconds to wipe your sweat go to the rosin bag look over at your pitching coach catch your breath dig in get the sign shake off the sign not the second time bring it to the belt and go right you don't have that time anymore But I think ultimately it ends up leading to more offense. More offense is more action. More action is better for the sport. It makes a a long and sometimes boring sport better. But does it actually end up making it the same length, only more action? Right, Jason, that's that's your question. Like, why are they telling us it's about speeding up the game when we all think it's going to lead it's going to lead to uh, to longer games because there'll be more balls put into action, more hits, and more hits means more offense, and more offense 
means longer games. I think that's it, right? It's like we're going to speed up the game without shortening it. That that's kind of what what it is. Like as you were talking, Doug, we're looking up at our TV screens and one of the talk shows, the Chiron says MLB says games this year in spring training are a half hour shorter than they ever have been. Like the MLB keeps sending out this messaging that their goal is to shorten games. No, it's not. Your goal is to make it more exciting. If you want to make it more exciting and add offense and add base runners and take away the shift to add hits, you're actually going to add to the length of the games, but you could look like you're trying to speed it up. I think that's what they're trying to do. Um, what do you think, Dan Byer? I thought it was interesting you talk about what was on one of the talk shows on a game that just uh, ended. The graphic wasn't, uh, this is the rights of Major League Baseball and blah, blah, blah. It was game time length, two hours, 59 minutes. So they're even telling the broadcast partners to put this uh, to put this time up. I I actually don't have a problem with it. I think that there is the thought of if I am going to a game and it is going to take three and a half hours, and do I have that in my budget? And I, I think now this allows people to maybe that, that would be pushed away from it uh, to maybe do it. And, and the only comparison that I would make with it is golf and the sport of golf. And, and for a while there, people are like, I don't have four hours. I don't, I don't have four hours in my life to be able to do this. Now, I don't know if there's a difference between, you know, three hours and two hours and 40 minutes, um, but maybe that messaging will help in trying to get more people, maybe more families to the ballpark. Ramos? I like the rules. I think they're they're good to, to do what they need to do to kind of make it more interesting. However, the only one rule that I don't like, and I know you mentioned that you do like it, which is the shift. And maybe it's just because I think that strate- strategy in baseball or softball, which I coach, if I want to move my team to the whole other side of the field to prevent somebody from getting a hit, that's my prerogative. And I shouldn't be told I can't do it. But maybe it's such a drastic shift that it that it's not – Fair. I don't know if that's the right word to use. I just I'm not a fan of the sh- of stopping the shift. It's like, what's next? Stop the bunt. Like you can't bunt anymore in baseball. Like what? So, I don't well, know. the the argument the argument I I understand. I completely agree with you. Um, in general premise, right? If you said like, okay, so you, you're allowed to hit the ball in the other direction, and this is, you know, there's a scouting department, and it's a really amazing how well they can scout you and how the ball does end up in the same place. Right. Like that. I, it's, it's one of those things that's like kind of remarkable on how good computers can be. It, it actually, like, it, it, it stirs my brain to where I'm starting to think like to anyone who thinks that computers and analytics, you know, don't work in sports. I give you baseball and adjustments in positioning and <laughs> Right? How many games have we seen where there's a shift and the guy hits it right to right. where the shift is, or it hits it? There's an adjustment. There's a guy right there. Like, how do you know to be there? It's like, well, because they they have all this data. They put it in the computer, and the computer tells them exactly where they should line up. And sure enough, that's where the guy hits the ball. But it's Doug, crazy, Doug. Right, I didn't even I didn't even need data. I had a game the other day where a girl came up to bat twice. She pulled the ball. And the next time she came up, I moved my infielders to the corner, my second baseman towards second. She had a right to the second baseman, she was out. Like, why am I, why would I be 
told not to shift my players to a place where she's going to hit the ball. What? So she going to hit? Well, well, I don't. Well, mean- well, hold on. So, so the the pushback would be other sports have rules to to generate offense, right? They've they've changed basketball. You have the, the they changed the legal defense rule. Uh, this is like twenty years ago. They changed the illegal defense rule, right? Where now you can play zone, but you got to be within you know three feet of your guy. It can be defensive three seconds as well. Um, also, but the bigger thing was, in addition to that, is like you can't hand check out in the floor. That changed basketball forever. So you combine that with the use of the three point shot and the spreading of the floor, and the, the offensive player benefits greatly from being able to play downhill, and you can't put your hands on them. In football, I mean, we've completely changed. Remember, in college football, for example, offensive linemen can go three, three and a half yards downfield. That's why RPOs are impossible, especially in college. Like, it looks like a running play. No, wait, it's a passing play because linemen can get three yards downfield. In the pros now, it's a yard. You know, they allow pick plays a whole lot more now than they used to. You can't put your hands on a wide receiver. So the point is that there's all these other rules in other sports which have worked to generate offense. Baseball has an offensive problem, especially with putting the ball into play. That's why you try and eliminate many forms of the shift. Man, that's pretty exhausting. Uh, what you just said is so exhausting. <laughs> and it just leads to like how um, confusing. What are they trying to do exactly? How about this? They're um, trying to make baseball less boring, yeah. dude. They just can't say it. No, but they, they could just say can't something. say it. They could say, hey, we're speeding up the game without uh, shortening the time. Like the. The, the optics of looking like we're, we're in a rush are more important to uh, millennials and Gen Z viewers. So we're going to look like we're in a rush. Well, it uh, is. The actual time, you're going to spend the exact same amount of time watching games. Well, they have to. I would guess. I would guess. And this is more to Dan's point, which was a good one, which is like, do I really have three and a half hours? You know, I mean, that honestly, that's always been my thing with golf. I love playing golf. It's just five hours, right? At least. Five hours. Like, get out there. You know, you got to warm up a little bit. You got to hit some. got to putt some. got to feel good. Then you got to wait for your time. Then you're like, I'm like I, I, I like getting out there early and just kind of racing through it. But in terms of a real round of golf, I just, there's only so much time. College football, we talked about college football, the same thing. Those games are too long. Too long. We just don't have the attention span or maybe even the desire. But I think baseball so some of it's length of game, but a lot of it is, hey, we're just trying to make this thing a better watch. It is not a great watch. I, I think I shared this with you. What, what was the, the stat? I think it was like 66% of the time, okay, and in a Major League Baseball at bat over the past couple of years, there's all, the only people involved are the pitcher, catcher, and hitter. Because guys would either strike out, walk, or hit a home run. That's boring. That's boring. I, I don't care how much you think home runs are great. Like when you sit around, you wait for a home run the entire afternoon and evening and the game is long. It's just, it's just too boring. So I, I, I understand what you're saying, 
Jason, where you're like, well, why do we, you're not really speeding up. I do think you'll speeding it, speed it up, but I actually think that's like an ancillary benefit of the real benefit is they want more balls in play. More balls in play are, are, is more interesting. And you're like, well, does, does more offense slow the game down? We'll see. I would guess the games will still be shorter and hopefully, you know, more, more guys on base. But the reason baseball can't say, hey, we're boring, this is going to try and fix it is just one of those things that has to go unsaid. That's not any way to, it's like if Volvo came out and said, hey, our, car, our cars are less boring than they used to be. <laughs> like, you know what you're getting with a Volvo? It's boring, but it's safe. And it seems like it's pretty well made, right? It's a no frills deal. And it's also perception, right, Doug? I mean, if you perceive to the fans that you're trying to do something to listen to what they're saying, which is the games are slow and they're boring, it's perception. And so people will be like, well, at least they're trying it. They're trying to do something. That's helpful. Maybe I'll give it a chance. And I think that's what MLB helps looks good in this situation. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.